0: podcast the fan podcast about the marvel netflix series i'm claire i'm (laughs) I'm (laughs) matt matt's very grumpy because of uh technical issues i'm afraid um we me and matt both hate hate skynet and computers this week don't we Yeah. yeah pretty much and as you may have noticed we have no robin this week because robin is off fighting the punisher in hell's kitchen um somewhere uh, in in the name of in the name of easter uh, because it is easter sunday so instead we have the specialist of special guests a uh, returning guest it's vicky yay. yay hi everyone you're like yay it's me
1: it's me again
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> I don't
1: know how much you love me we
0: love you we have to get you back for every season now Cameo yeah.
1: cameo.
0: <laughs> special Easter Miracle Cameo. <laughs> you, are you the
1: Stanley of this podcast?
0: <laughs> Did you guys the see Stanley's cameo in this week's episode of Daredevil? He was there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get to it in Easter eggs later, which will actually be Easter Easter eggs. Woo! Oh. Uh, so I I should ask Vicky, you uh, well I should say, you have seen all of season two of Daredevil. I know you have I because have. you watched the finale with me the uh, last week. That's true. Yes. So you've seen the whole season, and did you enjoy it?
1: I did, yeah. I, I think I prefer Series 1 mm-hmm. at the moment, but okay. that's because Opinions this is not
0: real, polarized.
1: really,
0: so... Yes, Vicky, is the, Vicky not, is the Wilson Fisk fan of the podcast. I'm,
1: I'm like Team Fisk all the way. So, yeah. yeah, but no, I really, I really enjoyed it. I really, I really, really enjoyed this series. So, but yeah, it's, um, I have seen all of it. Ha 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 ha.
0: And with news this week, there. Were, I don't think there really is any news. I don't remember seeing it because all the news this week has been a bit about Batman versus Superman. So, um. Which, which, uh, yeah, which we have discussed all the way through Daredevil season one because there was news on it. Um Yeah, I, d- I don't actually know what the Rotten Tomato score is, but apparently it's not good. So okay, I, I will I probably wanna... see it in a, in a week or so. Yes.
1: The Super Mario Brothers film
0: now rates higher
1: <gasps> than Batman vs. Versus... Oh. <laughs> yeah wow like 39 wow or something and super mario brothers has got like um i think 45 that's <laughs> what it pretty harsh
0: mirror? oh yay <laughs> as the mushroom king oh oh oh. So, oh hell lance so. Henrikson? Yikes! I'll probably see in about a week, I think.
2: There's a sad, there's a sad Ben Affleck meme going.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's so good. (laughs) But did you see that Jimmy Fallon gave him tiny, like Labrador puppies dressed in superhero outfits to cuddle on his show?
0: Oh, so sad. Oh. Apparently, all the reviews I've read have said that he's the best thing in it. Is um, Ben Affleck's Batman, which is cool. I've heard is
2: that he's really good as Batman in live-action Batman. So yeah. Far. What? Seriously?
0: But yeah. That's the <laughs> Aww, that's, that is- and I've heard that that uh, Jesse Eisenberg is very, very miscast. He's kind of, he's not really Lex Luthor. He's kind of like twitchy and almost like, like, uh, un, you know, very twitchy and OCD almost the way he plays it. Um, yeah, but we knew that was a, an awful, awful casting from the off. Yeah, not, not great casting.
2: It's nothing like Clancy Brown in uh, the animated
0: Uh, Oh, it's Lex Luthor. Oh, Clancy Brown. (sighs) (sighs) He's so awesome. Okay. Yeah, I (laughs) feel bad for Ben Affleck because
1: he's he's a big Batman fan. He's, he's a big now.
0: Daredevil fan as well, so I feel bad for him because the Daredevil movie was not great, you know.
1: Well, I think he was hoping that it was going to completely erase Daredevil, the Daredevil film, from everyone's memories,
0: and it hasn't. <laughs> but it's kind of good on him for getting such good reviews because he's often, you know, said, yeah, no, he oh, he's such a an Oscar winner. Yeah, but he's often said, oh, he's a rubbish actor, and I mean, I don't think he's the best actor in the world, but he can do good performances. Um, mm. So I'm glad he's getting, you know, thumbs up and stuff. Good on you. And I, I've heard that Henry Cavill was like barely in the film, which is a bit of a shame seeing as it was originally the follow-up Superman film. So he's probably a bit sad as well. He's like, oh, this was going to be my film. Anyway, that was our very non-Marvel news for this week. I can't think of any actual Marvel news. Uh, so... Um, Oh, um,
1: Oded Fahir has been um, cast in the Marvel Universe. Oh, yes. Not in Doctor Strange, which I'm very upset about.
0: Mine and Vicky's fan, fan casting for Doctor Strange, the actor Oded Fair, um Yeah, he has been cast in the Marvel Universe in the Marvel Most Wanted TV show, is that right? Yeah. Which is the, the, Mocking Birds, the Mockingbird and Lance Hunter show, which I don't know uh, why don't we're getting even, it. Don't
1: even, don't even. Yeah. It's an ABC,
0: <laughs> it's
2: an ABC show.
0: Yes, mm. yeah. So we'll see. I, I really don't get why they're doing a spin-off. I, I don't understand it, but, well, you know, fine. As long as we get Agent Carter back, that's what's important to me, in my heart. Right, well, let's get into this episode. So this, this week we were talking about episode two of season two, Dogs to a Gunfight. Uh, written by Doug Petrie and Marco Ramirez, showrunners, who also wrote last week's episode, and directed by Phil Abraham, who also directed last week's episode. Uh, So we go straight into it where um, we ended up last week. The police are cleaning up the site of the hospital shooting while Foggy is sort of frantically searching for Matt, and then he finds him on a rooftop unconscious. I was I was thinking I wonder if Mel liked this scene cuz Foggy's on a mission <laughs> to find well, Matt <laughs> it felt, but it felt so
3: real to me like it mm. almost felt like watching a live action like you know ignoring the camera and maybe the camera and stuff but it just felt really real
0: mm. I like his sort of growing panic, uh, you know, just mm. running around looking for for Matt, and I, I like that we get that panic, and we obviously see it kind of at the end of the episode as well. Um, I think Foggy, I love Foggy in this episode. I think he's like it definitely feels like there's a change to him in this season compared to last season already. Like I was saying last week, in that he's much more confident in his law abilities, as we see mm. like later when he's talking to Res. But I just, I'm just like, anytime there's like Foggy and Matt friendship stuff, I'm like, oh. <laughs>
1: What I I really liked about it as well is that in most, like, superhero stuff, it's always, like, the girlfriend Mm -hmm. sat at home fretting about, like, their lover who's put on his spandex and buggered off across the rooftops. (laughs) But this is, like, you know, a best friend.
0: Yeah. It's oh like, his you know, buddy it's not just
1: the girl, you know the boyfriends and girlfriends that get concerned. It's like you know his lifelong friend and I was like, oh fucking...
0: Hell. we get like quite a good look at the costume as well in the I think Robin said he wants to see the costume in the light. At some oh, point, this know. season, in the daylight, and we sort of see it, but like, when you see his legs sticking out on, on the rooftop, you can see that the costume's like pretty much almost black. It's mainly, mm. it looks like it's the top half that's more dark red. It's
1: more red, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess you get kind of shot more in the top half
0: yeah true (laughs) unless you're achilles and they're shooting you in your ankles you're like oh my ankle (laughs) Uh (laughs) um and then one of the notes i had was obviously we see the the cracked helmet when foggy takes the helmet off of him which was shown showing up a lot in the um the promotional images for season two so there's pictures of like the punisher holding this cracked helmet um, just like it appeared in the trailers a lot as well so it's kind of cool that this is obviously going to be a big big part of the story unfolding um but just before we go into credits it like when he takes the helmet off matt looks like he's almost going into a seizure i remember when i was watching it, i was like oh my god what's happening <laughs> medic it ju- yeah i thought
2: he was just shivering or something
0: i don't know i don't know if he was shivering or like he just started shaking and i, I honestly thought is he having a seizure like what's happening
2: yeah i was like what kind of injury would that be where he's out all night laying there not able yeah yeah yeah
3: Yeah.
2: well yeah i know but he's he got he's been there all night laying there so what kind of injury is it where he's still alive but he was unable to move like i don't know a concussion yes
0: yeah i was guessing it was a concussion like he was unconscious but (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) plot plot convenience
1: Well, and also, you don't know what kind of, given what time of year it was, it could have been actually really sort of just before
0: dawn. Well, it's meant to be July. It's meant to be like the middle of the summer and there's still the heat wave yeah. going on. But So it could know. have
1: been like an hour before dawn that he like crashed out on the rooftop. So he yeah. might have only been there a couple of hours before he found him. So I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into this.
0: Well, the police are cleaning up the hospital already. So I, I didn't feel like it was that long after. No. Um, I don't know. So, after the credits, uh, Matt wakes up in the apartment, or in, in his apartment, and he argues with Foggy about putting the costume back on again. Now, I want to know what Mel thought, well, Matt and Mel, because this is like Foggy arguing with, with with Matt again, like, in the first season. So, were you guys a bit like, oh, I don't want to see this, or...
2: This is like a complete rehash of the first time this kind of scene happened. Okay. It just makes it makes me wonder how many times this scene is going to happen. Mm-hmm.
3: And also, I didn't... I didn't really like it when he was like, "Do you need like you need to go for a psyche bell?" I was like, "Really? Would you say that to your friend like that? Like, come on."
2: <laughs> I figured they would if they're both. Um, <laughs> <they'd> probably-
3: <laughs> It didn't feel very, uh, you
2: know, it it didn't didn't feel very genuine.
0: Mm. (laughs) I thought there was some clumsy dialogue in this scene. It wasn't so much with that, but it was the bit where um, I think he says, oh, how's Karen? He's like, we've talked about this already. Don't you remember? This is happening and this and this. And I was like, okay, clumsy exposition. It was just a bit, "Mm." I don't know. It
3: sounded like, like they were implying that he was having some sort of memory loss or something from his head injury. So I could buy it a Mm -hmm. little bit, but yeah, it was, I don't know. It was was a little bit awkward at times, yeah, I
0: agree. I like the weird um, angle that we get when Matt wakes up. It's kind of like at 90 degrees, so it's like off-kilter. I thought that was cool because it kind of...
1: I was like, why is he stuck to the wall?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's developed spider powers. Damn
1: it, Peter, you've been in my apartment again.
0: (laughs) Or Quicksilver from Days of Future Past has run past and stuck him to the wall with masking tape or whatever he did in that film. I like, there you go. I <laughs> One of my notes is, and I actually mentioned this when Christine from other Murdoch Papers and I covered the trailer, I like that they've kept the scars as makeup on Matt from Season 1. So you see the scars that we saw him get in Season 1, particularly the scar from Nobu, you know, the one that was on his sort of abdomen, that really deep one. He's got that scar. The flaming ninja scar. The flaming ninja scar, exactly. But I like that because it shows um consistency it's not like in supernatural where they'll get shot and stabbed and the next week they've got flawless waxed chests you know and it's like oh come on can
1: you please not mention that show
0: (laughs) i know i'm sorry oh the show that (laughs) shouldn't exist such rage (laughs)
3: <laughs> like to, tend
1: to show uh matt's body like that
0: i felt like it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for like the lady <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say they knew that vicky was watching and they're like here you go <laughs> yeah show
1: me his butt for god's sake
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh and then we also get the mention where it's saying about foggy being a bit more confident he wants matt trust foggy to let him do his job so foggy's like you know let me be a lawyer let me go and take care of this thing with the da and he's kind of like annoyed that that matt won't trust him to do that and i think yeah because foggy's freaking awesome in this episode
2: i was going to bring it up later but i'm going to bring it up here okay after foggy again at the end when foggy uh runs out there to look after matt i'm like foggy can't keep like getting in the way he's He's going to get caught in the crossfire at some point in this season. I don't know if he'll die or if he'll just be really hurt, but...
0: He's going to get shot, and then it's going to go slow-mo, and then the song's going to start playing going, How could this happen to me?
1: I made my mistakes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> or How to Save a Life or some stupid song like that. <laughs> yeah. So you think he's going to get caught in the crossfire at some point?
2: he's going to get hurt.
0: Aww... Okay. Shall I write it down? I'll write it down. Okay. Uh, I'm going to write that down in
1: big.
0: In big. In big. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, because I put Matt predicts that Foggy gets hurt, but then I'm probably going to read that later as in the character Matt predicts, and I'll be like, what? I don't remember that happening. Okay. Okay. So in the next scene, uh, Grotto is in the um, the police department with Karen and Foggy, and um, uh, and then Foggy and Karen end up talking to Mahoney about the deal with the DA. Do they mention? Do
2: they mention? Do they mention um, the dad's cop from?
0: Yes, uh, Clemens. Yes. Yay! Yeah. yeah, Mahoney's like, oh, do you know what Clemens used to say? It's that line about mushrooms. He's like, how you treat yeah. witnesses, you what was it like? You, I don't know, might be a quote later. Feed them shit, keep them in the dark. I was like, awesome. <laughs> I can imagine Clemens saying that. Yeah, uh, I liked that little mention, you know, back to Clemens. It's a nice little link to Jessica Jones. Um, so Foggy says that Matt took a sick day, and Karen's like a bit like, eh? Say what? Say what? Yeah. Yeah
2: it seems inappropriate for uh what's going on. You should come in, Matt, even if you're sick.
0: Yeah. But no, but then drunk. Karen also has been told by Foggy that Matt has yeah. a drinking problem, so I was
4: gonna say she just assumes
2: drunk probably.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and basically like Mahoney's saying to Foggy and Karen that um Grotto should take whatever deal the DA brings because you know, for their best interests. Um uh, and then we get like some mention about the the, the shooter, this one vigilante shooter, targeting shooter. crime families. Shooter. And they oh, actually, shooter. he's got a shooter. <laughs> they mention Daredevil by name, which is cool. But they also say that the police are split in their opinion of the, the shooter, the punisher, because half the police think, oh, he's doing our job for us. Excellent. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, he's still a psychopath running around. He's still killing people. Yeah. Uh, and I like this idea of there being copycats of Daredevil, like devil worshippers. He says that like are running around copying um, Daredevil. You know, like I do at nights. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like Satanists in the Hell's Kitchen going, "Oh, for God's sake!" <laughs>
0: yeah, just giving us a bad name, Daredevil. Yeah. What? Wood, wood chump? <laughs> yeah. So, we go back to Matt recovering in the apartment, and I've written in my notes, he gets major ringing in his ears, and then he goes deaf.
2: <laughs> so that, that was a scary scene.
0: Yeah. What did you guys think? Because this is like look what I was saying last week about Matt being a bit cocky, and, you know, even early when he talks to Foggy, he's a bit like, oh, the police can't do anything. I can, because I'm the best. I think this is like the first time he gets scared. I didn't understand how
3: selective this was.
0: What do you mean? Wait
3: the sounds like if the tap running is too loud like what if his stomach gurgles like that would be really loud <laughs> ah! what about him like if, what if he like grinds teeth or even just breathing or his heart beating like that would be too
0: loud i think usually he could he could like uh zone that stuff out you know shut it out but i think it's like i think isn't it like the the tap and the aspirin thudding sort of Make his ears ring, and then his it, like by the time the glass hits the floor when he knocks the glass off the counter, there's no sound when it hits the floor because his hearing's just gone. Just random. Yeah, and
1: Flint Barton steps in and goes, "Buddy,
0: I know all about." This. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye's like, "I can teach you sign language. Don't worry." <laughs> it's all good. Except I can't because you're blind as well.
3: He's <laughs> <laughs> just, just gonna have to develop like some sort of sonar, like. <laughs> Bat-
0: oh. <laughs> I don't know if that's a sonar noise, is it? I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
0: but when he's like li- yeah, like sitting against the wall, that's scary when he's just screaming and like hitting the wall. I was like, oh my word. Yeah. Yeah, it, but
3: I still didn't understand it. I was like, this just seems selective. It seems <laughs> like it might be some sort of like weird PTSD, maybe.
0: Oh, okay. So it's not a physical thing. Know.
3: Maybe like it just sa- it just seemed like it might be brought on by like
0: some sort of trauma. Mm. Well, he was shot in the head. Yeah, mm. you know that that would do it. Like, what does what does uh, Melvin say? He's like talk about getting your bell rung or something. Doesn't he say something like that? Yeah. I was that? Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, um, just like
3: the broken glass did it quite like twice. Do you know what I mean? Like every time the glass broke or when he heard glass break, sound he went
0: deaf. <laughs> that's his. That's his weakness. In the future, every yeah. time glass breaks, <laughs> he throws someone through the window <laughs> at Josie's yeah. and he's like, "Oh man, I'm deaf." Yeah, because if that
3: happens, like every time glass breaks, like he's just going to be helpless, yeah. and that's going to happen every time he fights someone.
2: You know that superheroes <laughs> <laughs> super are always around broken glass. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> every time a it's like it's like in um, you know in It's Wonderful Life, like every time a bell rings and Angel gets its wings, but it, it's, it's every time a light bulb blows. A daredevil goes deaf. (laughs) That's an old motto. An ancient proverb. It's an ancient proverb, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it. Yeah, I I, I like the scene. It's I was like, oh, that's got to be scary. And I think it's it's something hard to play because obviously it with his his um, he's got like the lack of vision, but he's aware of what's going on around him. So it must be hard to to play that because it's not like you're just playing someone who can't hear or see anything and isn't aware of his surroundings. He's got that awareness as well. I don't know. I think he he sells it in that scene. Um, in that short. In the next scene, two uh, new characters, um, D.A. Samantha Reyes and Blake Tower, which I love that name, Blake Tower. That's a good, strong name. It's a good, strong name. Kudos to his parents. Um, They arrive at the uh, NYPD, and they have a clash with Foggy and Karen. And I've got a question for Matt and Mel. Um, Samantha Reyes, did you recognize her? No, but I
3: thought she looked like a baked
0: sweet potato. Oh, yummy. That's what I just had for my lunch. Hmm. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
0: well you guys have seen her before i might tell you more in the easter eggs <gasps> you've seen her before looking through your window at night
3: ah. I, I have seen her before in my dinner plate <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh now someone needs to photoshop that please listeners please photoshop that and then have matt, matt and foggy photoshopped as avocados next to her <laughs> mm,
1: delicious <laughs>
0: <laughs> um i thought she was a bit mean that she won't shake hands with karen and foggy though i was like uh yeah i lady. thought it was a
1: bit like i don't know i just thought she was quite unprofessional in that way mm. it was like you know you're the da shake his hand
0: exactly maybe she just
1: doesn't like the touching avocados i don't know <laughs> I mean, I'm allergic d- to
0: d- avocados. Just <laughs> d- 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 against avocados. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old sweet potato avocado wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like ninjas and pirates. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they'd
3: be really delicious together,
0: though. I do. I don't really like avocados, though. So. Oh. that's a so shame. Avocados at lunchtime. Ooh, oh. in honor of Daredevil. Nice. Yeah. Um, she. I don't know. She's kind of frosty and just sort of without even giving these guys a chance to talk. Um, she's just, I don't know. I, she's a bit of a bitch, really, isn't she? I mean,
1: and I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Like, apart from, oh god, I can't say it actually.
0: Um, Ooh.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, I just I didn't like the fact that it's like you don't have to write have like a really kind of high up legal like female character be such a bitch.
0: Well, you've got like Jerry, you know like I mean? Hogarth in in Jessica Jones, who is like a bitch, but she's more of a, a snake, I would say, yes, whereas she's yeah. Reyes just comes across as a bit frosty to me you know? yeah, and I don't know I why do she is
1: i didn't like because you know she's a powerful woman and mm. it's like you don't have to make her a bitch to get
0: that point across mm. yeah true well this is the um the scene though she wasn't so horrible to them we wouldn't get foggy being awesome and basically saying um we we uh we took down wilson Fisk, lady
1: and and also with, with that bit it was kind of like you know after foggy says his little piece Mm -hmm. rather than just be like "Mm, i like you because you know what you're talking about she's just like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's like you know it's like you should appreciate that kind of um like initiative and the fact that he knows his stuff being in her position
0: she'd be like i like your kid yeah, but you know, I
1: like you, but I'm gonna break you
0: mm. kind of thing. She didn't need to be like, eee, me me me, It was great though when he like phoned. He was on the phone and she's just like put down the phone, put down the phone. Yeah. He's like Sorry. spell it. Oh yeah, it was great. I like Kieran smiling in behind them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. You're foggy. Good and also, following on from like the heat wave from last week, we've got like the fan blasting in the police station because it was distracting me because it was like making Reyes' hair like wave like a Medusa. So she was having, she was having a Bonnie
3: Tyler
0: moment. <laughs> she was. She's an eighties music video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be amazing. Oh. So. Uh, in the next scene, Grotto um, is offered a deal by Reyes, um, but he, in return, he has to wear a wire. And this is when uh, Blake Tower—I just like saying his name—Blake um, tells um, them all about the the man that is now codenamed the Punisher. Yeah. yeah. And we see the morgue reports regarding the Irish, and they've been all shot about a billion times. And it just made me think of what you were saying, Matt, in terms of don't stand in front of the window when the guy's shooting through the window. They
2: probably got pelted with glass shards, too, in addition to bullets.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed they didn't have like more wounds because it's like they're just like, oh, I I know. I know. They should have just been like puddles of mush. (laughs) Oh, and we um, we get two other uh, guesses at the, the name of the Punisher by Foggy, which is Killdozer, or Dumbass with a Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Killdozer, I like.
1: Killdozer,
0: that's a good one.
2: That's, that's uh, like a try-too-hard name.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It's like a Killgrave name, like Corpse yeah. Murder or whatever he was called, <laughs> like Cleo said. Um... So in the next scene, we get our first kind of, I guess, real extended look at the Punisher himself, uh, where he enters a shop that sells guns and gold. <laughs> guns and gold. I love
3: that sign.
0: Guns and gold. It's, yeah, there's like signs for guns and gold everywhere. Because first of all, I was like, is it, a, is it like just a pawn shop? But then there's signs everywhere saying guns and gold. So I was like, well, I guess it's just, it's a guns and gold shop. Okay. Um... And uh, I like the detail that Frank um, Castle, which is the Pun- I'm going to call him the, the Punisher, has an Anthora cup as well. Like um, they tend to use a lot in the series, which I have one at home. And I was thinking they must all go to the same coffee shop because it was incredibly difficult when I was in New York to find one of those cups. I had to Google like a coffee house that still did them. But I like that it's a nice little New York detail. Yeah, so what did you think of this scene? Because uh, it's our first pr- kind of proper look at him. And particularly I want to know from Vicky, because I know you're not a big fan of this actor.
1: Um, It's just, it's not, I mean, he really, I have to say with each episode of this series, he really grew on me as, not necessarily as the actor, but as the character. I think he did a really good job as mm. Frank. Um, but I think I only kind of got into that after the kind of fourth and fifth episode. Mm-hmm. So at this point I was still kind of like, ugh. But no, I know, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed him by the end of the series. Um, and I thought this was a really cool scene because it's like, you know, yes, he's got some sort of personal vendetta, but he also has his morals. Mm-hmm. So there is sort of, you know, a little bit of humanity left in him. At yeah. This point. I mean, obviously, you find out later in the series that actually there's a lot more to him. the meets the eye. This, but this scene was just kind of like, yeah, okay. So he's he's a killing machine, but he does actually have
0: his own kind of code of
1: conduct, which I kind of liked.
0: Yeah, not kids. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we see late. Well,
1: uh, they always do that to like bad
3: guys when they want to make them uh, relatable. They're always like, oh yeah, he hates pedophiles by the way. Like they did that with (laughs) Dexter. Like Mm. the very first episode of Dexter, they were like, oh yeah. Oh, did they?
0: they?
1: By
3: the
2: way, he really
0: hates pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. like, so, with the fashion. So it's okay to like him. Yeah. He's a cuddly killer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the Punisher's not really a villain, is he? He's a, um, uh, he's more of an antihero. He's more like he's a Deadpool. Just kind of
1: like a yeah, but without the, the humour and the stupidness. He's the
0: like guy. a he's like a Han Solo. Han Solo is like a flat out murderer. Yeah, you know? exactly.
1: So it's kind of like, but yeah, I did I did kind of like that. It he's made really him weird. it made him a bit more intriguing. Mm. yeah
0: it's it's the way for
2: to introduce to people who don't know the character that hey he's not all bad (laughs) Mm. yeah
1: exactly
0: exactly and if like you guys hadn't had to marathon all the punisher movies (laughs) recently (laughs) like i don't know if uh, like mel if you would have known that much about his origin in terms of like his family being killed so yeah this would have been like a good way of of kind of getting a hint at it in that we
2: still don't know about his family
0: yeah uh, I like yeah. Another thing I like in this this scene as well is um, they get the mention of the um, the mayor's boyfriend, but it's like a really offhanded remark, which I kind of like. It's yeah. not like, look, I, we're mentioning a gay character, you know, that you get in a lot of shows. I, I kind of like that.
3: Is he actually gay? Yeah, who's
0: the mayor? I don't know. But this is like fictional New York, so I don't even know if it's the real mayor of New York at the is moment. The,
3: is the character actually gay, though?
0: Uh, what do you mean? In... Did you mean of that
3: mayor. for real? Like, did the mayor? Did you mean that for real? Is the
0: mayor I guess so. I, I was I, he trying to insult you? Yeah, because I, I. don't like know. I don't know, but I was like, I, I, don't know. I kind of liked it that it wasn't a big. I don't know. It was a big thing. I just assumed that. Oh yeah, the character's gay. Okay, cool. Oh.
2: Well, it's, I it's
0: good that you're that progressive. But I, <laughs> I am progressive. <laughs> you <lot> are not? <laughs> you're just bigoted, you Canadians. <laughs> by the way i will say um just to matt and mel as well um my my mother and my sister and um my sister's mother-in-law earlier were all very impressed when i showed them a photo of your current prime minister we were all kind of a bit like oh he's so handsome <laughs> did,
2: you show one, did you show the one where
0: he's shirtless with his hand his um, yeah of course <laughs> Other photo was like? <laughs> i was like look we have david cameron they have this <laughs> <laughs>
3: i saw a recent photo where uh was like uh, looked like a yoga pose where he was like just like standing up on a desk with just his knuckles and he had his feet
0: straight out i was like oh, why dude,
1: what was he doing on a desk doing, like, a yoga
0: if you look like that i would totally do that and show off come on and i'd be like look look how fit i am <laughs> how bendy i am yeah look look ladies and gentlemen Mm, (laughs) uh so i'm looking for stuff
1: (laughs) i'm looking for
0: sexy sexy photos of the canadian prime minister listeners if you have not seen the canadian prime minister just look him up he's a very handsome man (laughs) kind of looks a bit like matt Bomer, i think um So in the next scene, we're back at Nelson and Murdoch, and Karen and Foggy are discussing the financial issues of the firm, and they kind of uh, a bit about the Punisher as well. And this is where we sort of get hints that Karen thinks that maybe she deserves punishment, which we obviously know why she might think that, but Foggy doesn't. I forgot. Mel actually remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Mel! For once, I
3: remembered.
0: (laughs) Oh, rest in peace, Wesley James Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. So she's um. Kind of I, like, actually, I, uh, I needed one of those previously on Daredevils. <laughs> you should have watched the one before the first episode, although I didn't watch it because it was really long. It was about six yeah, minutes. I started I to, I yeah,
2: started to, and, uh, this is going on and on. I'm, just, I <laughs> think
0: I should. I'm You're like, scared. I know all this stuff, whatever. If I don't, I if don't Mel will know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Karen's obviously feeling bad about this, I guess, so she goes to visit Matt. We get that shot uh, at the start when Matt's sitting against the wall um, and then he hears Karen knocking at the door and we get that look of relief over his face when he like clicks his fingers and can hear them. So I like the way that was played. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is when... Uh, so Karen goes to Matt's and they're going to discuss the, basically the meeting with the DA and also the Punisher.
2: Yeah, I, w- I was like, if this going to come back then why do they even have this? And then I was <laughs> glad to see you leave again later. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly and it's um i thought at the time watching this episode like at this scene i was like oh it would be a shame if they just had it where it just finished then you know but they obviously do bring it back at the end of the episode which i like um
1: because otherwise it just would have been like why on earth did you have that yeah what is yeah unless you're going to bring it back like, either later in the episode or later in the series yeah like what was the point of that
0: we need to have it that it's it's a vulnerability now. Like, And I think, I, I like in the scene that Matt is obviously, he is feeling vulnerable um, following on, from, I think we mentioned it in season one, um, because there was a point in season one, I think where Karen entered the room and he put his glasses on, and it's kind of like a defence thing. And like in this point when he lets her in, he immediately, the first thing he does is go and put his glasses on. So I like that it's kind of a way of not letting people... Um, i guess see the truth it, like you know it's easier to hide um what's he's really like, oh going my on God, where's my clark kent disguise Quick, <laughs> clock, i'm just God. mad never, and never know it's like he says to her he's like you know i'm always walking into things i am blind and she's like i'm not an idiot <laughs> which i like because it's you know it's you know i know a few people who are like visually impaired and they don't always walk into <laughs> things you know and have bumps and bruises all over them so I like, I like that she's just like, uh, no, I'm not an idiot, and something's going on. So do you think, because we, we obviously discussed at the end of last season when Karen and Matt were standing outside the office, and she sort of gave him that weird look before she shook his hand, and we were like, is that, like, does she know that he's Daredevil? Do you think she knows that he's Daredevil? No.
4: No, she
0: she's... just wants to get
2: into his pants. <laughs> she's, she's, yeah, she still seemed concerned that he was a drunk, so she wouldn't have even, like floated that idea if she actually knew he was daredevil. Mm.
0: do you think she would just flat out say to him because obviously she is quite inquisitive might, do you think she, she would just go me. you don't think she but, would
2: uh, she might not say to him but she wouldn't like pretend to think he's a drunk probably if she yeah. actually thinks he's a drunk
0: okay um or
2: at least it, that's what would happen in reality i think
0: it's But it's nice that she says to him you know i don't know what's going on with you but whenever you're ready to talk about it i'm here yeah, you know and then like as she's leaving she's like i think you're really sexy or whatever it is she says i love you
2: I <laughs> it, unless you're you're a vigilante superhero
3: this was this <laughs> whole scene was just so awkward to me like i'm like uh stop it with the sexual tension
0: <laughs> i think it was this scene that i saw um i think i saw you ranting about on facebook vicky was it because you don't ship uh, these two was it this uh, scene? Just-
1: I don't know if it was this year or it was like the next episode, but I just I'm sorry, I just don't like Karen. I don't like her. She irritates the bejesus out of me every (laughs) time. And I just like and she was amazing in this like in this series. She was like, you know, kick ass but I was just like every time they're in a room together I'm just like, just stop trying to get him naked. I don't ship it. I don't So
0: not as a romantic lead. It's kind of like Mulder and Scully. I like them as friends, but I hate them as a romantic couple.
1: I just, like, even in, like, series one, I was just like, I don't like Karen's character. And I know that's really bad, but I just, yeah, I just can't. can't. Yeah. I love Foggy. Yeah. But I just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, although, you know, I I love Fist the most. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love okay, that you love Fisk the most. I
1: just, I just can't seem to like warm up to Karen as a character at all. She's mm. just so like Ugh. I'm gonna get myself into like loads of trouble and then feel like really guilty about it. And
0: uh, there is a moment where she sort of says, I don't know if it's in this scene or it's somewhere else where, uh, you know, where she's talking to Foggy, where she says something like, you know, all this stuff happens like Fisk and then this and then this and then this. You know, does it just follow me around? And I was like, well, no, usually you go caught in trouble, Karen. Yeah, exactly. You know, like which is it fits to in to with the, the character. Yeah. Know, like, yeah,
1: but then I I not particularly
0: enjoyed her character in the comics. So
1: Yeah. i agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. It was always gonna be a bit of a hard and I love the actress that plays that plays her. And mm-hmm. I just I really wish I could I could warm up to the character but I was just kind of whenever she's not on screen I'm just like, oh thank God mm.
0: <laughs> it's No, it's it's fair enough. I've heard like similar you know, like there's people that that feel the same about, like, Foggy, there's people who feel the same about, um, Karen. There's, I know, I read reviews of season one, and people were like, why do we have so much time spent with, like, Foggy and Karen? We just Like, they just wanted it to be, like, Daredevil the whole way through, just like with Matt. Um, and, like, people watch Jessica Jones, and they didn't want any time spent with, you know, the supporting characters. They just wanted it all to be Jessica. And mm. so, um, I think, uh, in terms of development with Karen... She is that inquisitive person. She is inquisitive, and they do stuff with her in this season that I kind of liked, and I understand why they did oh, it. Yeah. But yeah, I, she I, does... I like, oh. She's the character that I usually end up yelling at on the screen, you know, going, what are you doing? I, <laughs> you know.
1: I, just, I don't feel, like, the chemistry between them. Mm-hmm. So it just felt like really... Essentially, I just felt like the entire kind of series that just Karen constantly throwing herself at Matt. Like, desperately. <laughs> Which is just like, honey, reel it in. Honey. It's just
0: it's Like, she has no chill. <laughs> it's like, calm down. So, do you wish that she had, like, developed her relationship more with Foggy in season one? Mm, I don't know. I don't think I want her to be with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you just want her to be alone and sad.
3: <laughs> I don't think she needs to get with her co-workers, honestly.
1: Mm. That, that's it. It's like, please stop trying to... It's it just you don't there doesn't need to be any relationships
0: really what about Karen and Mahoney Oh, they'd be really cute
1: <laughs> just stop trying to shoehorn these relationships into these shows because it's just yeah
3: well What's I'm about a lot of stuff is they're yeah. always they're like oh this show or slash movie needs a re- romantic relationship no it doesn't
2: no mm, it doesn't yeah.
3: The story um, would work it, fine without it. Oh,
2: but just, what about the ladies? God. The
0: ladies I, love the romance, Mel. No! <laughs> <laughs> That's all you like. That's all we like. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the romance?
1: Just, oh. I don't know. Like, be some Matt and Foggy having a snog. That would be better. Aww. At least there's chemistry between them.
0: True that. At least, I was going to say, my other thing where they just shoehorn stuff in, Mel, that you were saying is, um, we were saying in season one where they were kind of setting up a bit of a love triangle with Matt, Karen, and Foggy, and I'm kind of glad we're you know, at the moment in this season not having that because I hate it when love triangles are just shoed it, you know, like really shoehorned into stuff for no reason. It's
1: just like, oh my god, we've got this really pretty single woman quick. She needs to have, it's like, they did it with Age of Ultron. It's like, there was no mm-hmm. need to give Natasha a love interest at Yeah, all. Yeah. Just, be- just because she's like the single female on the team, it's like, uh, who can we hook her up with? Also, well, we brought-
2: she's a- <laughs> also, she's a monster because she can't
0: have peace. Oh, yeah, she's a monster.
1: I'm not not getting into this discussion. (laughs) We've been hours and hours and hours.
0: At the end of the episode, um, Vicky, you can say where people can find your blog, and if people want to hear you ranting for hours and hours about that, they can invite you to do it there.
1: (laughs) It it just really irritates me when they feel the need. It's like, right, we have this young, beautiful, single woman. Mm -hmm. We must pair her up with, like... We must shoehorn this heteronormative relationship into this show because that's what the viewers want. And it's like, no, just you do guys that. watch. You guys watch House of Cards.
0: No, no. I'm, not, I'm scared uh, of Kevin Spacey.
1: Four.
2: Okay, well season <laughs> season four had a really good scene where like Kevin Spacey and his wife, like they're both uh, president and first lady by season four, but they don't have kids or anything. They're just all about political power and stuff. And the people running against them. Uh, they, spoilers, uh, by the way. It's, it's season four. The people running <laughs> against them have uh, have like a nice family, and they're trying to get elected based on you know family values and all that. But uh, Claire, which is the first lady, and this the, her uh, her husband's opponent's wife, are having a conversation, and the ladies like she goes to Claire. You ever regret not having kids? And like I've never heard this
3: She's like she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. That's too personal of a question." Yeah,
2: I've have n- never heard this response. It's so it's so simple yet effective. And then Claire's like, "You ever regret having them?" <laughs> well, exactly what I say to people when Yeah. Yeah, she just shuts right down, and she's
4: like, <laughs> get out of my face. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I just yeah. So that's
1: that's my feelings on Karen. I'm
0: sorry. No, that's fair enough. No, I like I like hearing I mean, um, Karen is is the character that I get I think the most irritated with, and and generally yell because she does stuff. I do with um with Matt as well because Matt often. <laughs> you know is a bit too sure of himself and i'm like matt what are you doing but karen constantly gets herself into trouble and i remember there was an interview with deborah Ann Moore where she was saying about about season one that very near the start i think she was talking to one of the producers or the writers of the show and she's and um deborah uh said something about karen like oh karen finds trouble and then uh the other woman said oh no karen is trouble and it's kind of that's what it is like you know she she courts trouble and we and I sort of get...
1: Her, I just want her to tie her hair up just once. <laughs> just, just once. But it's so pretty, her hair. It is really pretty, and I'm quite jealous of her hair. But for God's sake, if you're going to go off and get yourself into trouble, put it in a ponytail.
0: <laughs> That's when you know, like, shit's getting serious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... So I like the discussion in this scene as well where they talk about the Punisher and Karen says that she thinks that he's not a crazy guy. He's inevitable because when you start applauding a vigilante for for um dishing out justice like they have with daredevil um you'll end up creating this kind of thing but matt flatly refuses that there is a connection yeah matt's like nope nope there's a difference and then he he stresses daredevil never kills anyone which we know from season one is sort of his the line that he's drawn you know he was going to kill fisk and he didn't want to cross that line um yeah and then matt kind of pushes her away again because she's like oh you know if you need anything he's like nope <laughs> nope because she
3: smells that's why he's pushing her
0: away <laughs> what did she, she smell
3: hasn't of shower since last episode really? oh yeah that's true yeah. oh i like that sh- i like her style i like her shirt i was like oh that's a nice shirt she's been wearing it for two episodes now yeah in
0: a heat wave as well oh yeah and he's got super smell he's probably like oh you stink lady so when you he hugged her the <laughs> like, right, <laughs> yeah. So Karen leaves uh, after saying, I care about you and I, I want to sleep with you. And um, as soon as she leaves, Matt goes and gets his coat and leaves as well. And oh, in the next. i, I, I oh. my nose I have the
3: boner so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's, he's got his coat to go and have a cold shower. He's like. <laughs> it's all the talk about Justin Tr- Trudeau. So, uh, Matt leaves his apartment and goes and picks up Robin on the way from fighting the Punisher and, uh, and brought him here to record the rest of the episode with us. Say hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. And then Matt continued and went to Melvin Potter's workshop. Uh, so we get the return of Melvin Potter. Yay. I love him. He's so sweet. Uh, and it's gone to get his helmet fixed. Sorry
3: seems
0: a lot less derpy he does yeah. i wondered if it was like the return of betsy has has reduced his derp you know i
2: forgot who <laughs> betsy was
0: <laughs> he's uh she well in the comics, she's like his um like kind of uh care worker but they sort of end up having a romantic relationship as well um but we obviously see that matt kept his promise from last season because he promised that he would go and rescue betsy um and he must have and now he's sort of promised that he's going to help keep betsy and melvin safe it's so sweet oh did you notice that too robin that it was like a
3: lot
4: less derpy um, derp, derp. I, I, I'm actually looking up in the medical journal right now, just trying to figure out what Derpy is. Uh, <laughs> what are the symptoms? I, uh, like, I don't know, I seem to remember
3: he was just, <laughs> I don't know, how do I describe I remember, that? Okay. Okay, okay,
4: well, last time we saw I know what you're
0: saying, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> last time he seems a bit more on the spectrum, I would say, putting it that way
4: well he was he was scared of the kingpin he was scared of what the kingpin would do to betsy um and this point he's like the kingpin's gone daredevil's like the his 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 buddy and uh but you know he's also very protective of of betsy so i think it's just he was less scared but i think i think that personality is still there
0: uh and he promised betsy he wouldn't do any more illegal stuff um he wants to... Matt wants him to fix the helmet, but he says he's going to have to make a new one, which makes sense, because if he had just gone, yeah, I can totally fix it, I would have been a bit annoyed, because I would have been like, structurally, it would not be the same, so obviously he's going to have to make a new one. So he's just going to fix the uh, the crack in the helmet instead. Where's the crack in. And then Matt... What? Just kidding. Just kidding.
4: And... Drop a
0: pun. <laughs> yeah and that was it <laughs> pun released um uh, <laughs> uh, matt uh yeah and then he uh, melvin says to him are you sure you're ready to go back out again and matt's like um no <laughs> he doesn't look ready and he's like yeah do i don't I look ready no um but this is matt murdoch and he's he's going to so in the next scene, we're back at the Irish bar where the police are obviously still checking up on it. And Matt uh, arrives there in his, in his hoodie, ninja style, above the door, which is hilarious, doing his Spider-Man impression. Um, and he's gone there to investigate and he follows a trail of blood and sound to the Punisher's apartment.
4: This
2: is very Wolverine. Yeah, this made me think, like, why do yeah. you track things like a dog more often? <laughs> He seems to relax. yeah
0: we don't like see him use his smell sense of smell that often like we said um, last week and I like that it's him using it um, you know and like when when the the blood trail runs out because the guy's cleaning the um, the pavement he sort of uh, switches over to listening to the sound of the radios but I've got a question guys there's so you know like when he's in the bar and he feels the bullet hole in the wall and then he looks kind of under the pipe were those teeth embedded in the pipe because I was like ah <laughs> Oh, Ooh, something. Some sort of bones. Ugh. Some sort of human. Oh it's gross. That actually gross me.
3: I just really wanted I just really wanted it so when he was sniffing everything on the ground, I just really wanted him to start acting like a dog
0: and just he did. He kept <laughs> cocking yeah, then, his head
4: to the side.
3: But then, but then when he got to the hose, I kinda wanted
0: You wanted to him move to pee against move the, the, the lamppost? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought he. Probably- Look, he's not Fox Mulder. He doesn't stick yeah. strange stuff in his mouth. <laughs> this was very. Ask though, Claire. This was very. sticking his
4: finger right in blood and then bringing it up to his face. Yeah,
0: but Mulder would 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 stick that then in his mouth. Because <laughs> he's like a toddler. It's what toddlers do. You um, might as well be the though. if you're get that. Were you guys happy to see? I told you last week, the return of Juice the Devil Dog. He's in the episode. So the yeah. Punisher must have taken Juice the Devil Dog with him when uh, when he left. He re- rescued him from the Irish. So he belongs. So we belongs well, to I the was, Punisher. Was, then. Well, Matt Matt is going to take him the from the Punisher. Punisher. You see, you just didn't see that in the end of this episode. Matt sneaks the well, dog. He's still with the Punisher. As well, no. Uh, well, I can't tell you really, but it's in the next so episode. The... Matt sneaks him out and he gets him a <laughs> costume and he becomes Juice the Devil Dog.
2: Right now he's Duke the Punny Dog.
0: And uh, oh, I love his
3: dog. uh When dog. when Winnie was like walking around sniffing stuff and like biting at the hose, I was like <laughs> 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 he, he had a backpack on and I was like, what's you think in there? It's obviously dog treats, though.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> in case he gets hungry. <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> oh. So um, we see uh, one of the Dogs of Hell guys uh, bringing a truck to the garage, to which is going to be broken down for parts, and they get attacked by the Punisher. Yeah. This reminded me of Spider- uh, Amazing Spider-Man, you know, where there's the bit with Stan Lee's in the uh, library, and he's got headphones on, and there's the big fight going on behind him, and he can't yeah. hear any of it. What it reminded me of. This is kind of brutal, though. I mean, there's
4: no context to where they got this truck from. They just open the door, pull a body out. There's blood all over the place. It's like, okay, these guys are pretty horrible. (laughs) Horrible people.
0: Yeah. And um, I love the shot of um, when the Punisher is approaching that last guy because his face is just splattered with blood and he looks like batshit crazy. And I love it. That, That, like, sells it to me sells yeah. it to me it's so I do, good
1: i do love i i i do love gratuitous violence i have to say
0: <laughs> in life and in fiction
2: <laughs> we didn't get to see him taking out that the gang
0: yeah well we we yeah we didn't get to see it i think for that joke and maybe they wanted to save some of these stunt stuff for i don't know later on
4: yeah, It was kind of fun seeing the guy with the headphones on and <laughs> his blood just splatters next to him
0: yeah and even when he's like rinsing out the car there's the truck there's just like like the water's just coming out almost like blood you know because there's so much blood um i liked it and And... (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh he didn't really
2: react that much to the guy like landing beside him and i was like why didn't he react and then he turned around it's because he only had one eye he didn't actually see that happen (laughs) yeah that's
0: right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like that he just had the one eye it's like oh He's just doing his job, trying to wash out the blood and listen to his rock, or whatever he was listening to. Um, So so Matt is still in the the Punisher's apartment with all the ammo in the world, um, and homemade grenades and everything, and then he overhears Reyes on the radio, um, and they're sending uh, Grotto in, or Mr. Grote, as they they, uh, call him. So we find out his name's Mr. Grote.
4: Yeah, it was like Jimmy, or... (sighs) I forget.
0: What, his first name? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they say it in this episode. I don't think they do. One of the two episodes. I, I did trivia. On oh, they gave him a fake name in the last episode. Stephen.
4: No, it wasn't that. They the, the, the DA actually called him by his first name at one point. I forget. Or it was uh, Tower, Blake Tower, called him by his name. I don't know. One of them.
0: Okay. Oh, sure. I can't... I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know what his name is. I don't remember hearing it in the episode. Um... But uh, I don't know. So in the next scene, it's doing the they're getting preparing the sting operation, and Foggy and Karen are talking to Grotto. They're trying to talk him into it, and he's not pleased because he's wearing what he says the biggest wire in the world. <laughs> Even though he's wearing a really dapper shirt. I know. Yeah.
1: I It is a very good shirt, I have to say. I thought and then he was he tucks it in. Oh.
4: Like, do you want to make it more suspicious? Like that bulbs will definitely be sticking out if you don't let your Clothes hangers. Yeah, um, that, yeah. That, I'm sorry, I, but I that, that, that wire was that wire
1: was unnecessarily huge. Like, I, don't
2: just... yeah, I don't understand how wires work. You
0: would think, yeah. The first
2: thing that happens if you go to meet some sort of criminal is you get patted
1: down.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I was, oh, that's what I shouted at the telly. I was like, really? But I like it's such a crime <laughs> cliche, almost. Oh, well, you know that it's it's, so it's, it's, it's like one of those things them. that you totally y- gonna... y- you just get. So. I kind of liked it, but I was like, well, yeah. And I, I'm guessing the only reason the DA let put the wire on him is because he's not going to need the wire at all. Because the whole thing is he's not there to to get information from this guy, Brass. It's He's there as bait for the Punisher. So maybe that's the only reason they were like, oh, yeah, we're totally going to put a wire on you. Um... <laughs> or it could be like the flintstones it could be like a little tiny dinosaur like writing notes on a slab of stone
1: (laughs) under your shirt
0: um and we also i like the mention we get that all the corrupt cops pretty much went away when fisk did so we're just left with the good cops although i don't think that's entirely true i think there's probably still corrupt cops um exactly (laughs) um
1: <laughs>
0: she's yeah. she's frosty. Um, an Stay frosty. <laughs> uh, and also, we get the feeling that Grosso has never seen the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs>
3: I don't know why. I've, I don't know why. Joke at him because it's
1: like he doesn't stand your jokes. Stop. <laughs>
0: yeah i think he's just trying to ease ease the tension um, also grotto really hates florida i was like oh but that's where like you know harry potter's wizarding world is <laughs> which is the greatest thing ever
4: yeah it is the greatest thing ever yeah, it was funny. It was it was like Karen Karen's like, "Oh, don't worry, you know, this is going to be your one chance, you just got to push through this. Everything's going to be all right." And Foggy's like,
0: "Dumb joke." Yeah. <laughs> do, you mean, dumb do you like joke? the bit at the end where Gro <laughs> like like asks over, for over, a kiss over, and then Karen goes into kissing and then just flips in the bird? I thought that was great. Yeah, that was quite
1: good. Awesome. I
0: enjoyed
3: that. She acted like really sick, too. I was like, "Whoa,
4: that was a little <laughs> intense there." <laughs> Actually, no, when doesn't I want them to get together.
0: What, Karen and Grotta? <laughs> yep. Oh.
4: That
2: would be great. It'd be a nice redemption for her. And for her. <laughs>
0: So in the next scene, we actually have the sting operation, which starts fine and then goes completely wrong and ends up with Punisher and Daredevil fighting on a rooftop. Mm, never saw that. Yeah, it's like oh, and pretty much as soon as Reyes returns to grot- uh, refers to grotto as the target, we're like, hang on a sec. Um, mm. Yeah. So what did you think about this? Because uh, the Punisher obviously knows that this is bait, so kind of appears in the truck which is not him driving actually it's him remotely controlling it um but this is the kind of first time we really see the punisher as acting as a kind of sniper taking people out from a distance uh so what did you guys think of the scene it
4: was so ballsy standing there up on that water tower just standing he's not laying down he's standing there he's gonna take this guy out because nobody's looking up there you know oh it was just it was really cool and then of course the smoke grenade shows up Mm -hmm.
0: And he even like the Punisher even manages to catch Daredevil's um, like uh, Billy Club and use it as a weapon against Daredevil. He's like hitting him with it. I was like, whoa! Um, did, did Daredevil
2: bounce it off a wall and
0: something? Yeah, I wrote that. My, it was really cool. He like hit, I think he hit hit Punisher with it, and then it bounced off a wall, and then he caught it. Uh, I
3: didn't like how Foggy was like, Karen, no, don't go out there! Wait, Daredevil's out there! I gotta go out
0: there! <laughs> yeah, as soon as they're like, oh, they're gone, he's like, oh, and and runs that's, off. And that's when I was like, Foggy is gonna get caught in the
2: crossfire
1: at some point this season. <laughs> or I was gonna be like, oh my god, he's gonna be like,
0: Matt! And the whole secret's gonna be out. Or he's gonna shout, Matt, he's gonna leap in slow motion in front of Matt, he's gonna get shot, and then it's gonna smash cut to, I'm so tired of being here, and it's Foggy's funeral. <gasps> Oh
3: no. <laughs> uh, I think, think Foggy's totally gonna have to end up telling Karen like
0: in the next
3: episode or two. I think yeah. I think something's gonna have to come out. They can't keep the charade
2: going. Mm. If he runs out there and he goes mad, he can be like Matt Foley, who lives
0: in the van down by the river. <laughs> or he can go, Matt Humphrey is my favorite podcaster. <laughs> Just thought I'd tell you all that. Yay. <laughs> that would be cool <laughs> um well they really called you out in this
4: episode.
0: <laughs> so we see in this in this bit as well punisher totally gets shot in the shoulder um so he's obviously injured and that's why they kind of have a bit of a a, a stare off uh, no no pun intended um but like mm-hmm. with uh daredevil and the punisher kind of staring at each other and it's only really because matt's uh, senses go all wonky again and his ears start ringing that the punisher we believe gets the, the the upper hand. Because of what? Because of the glass? Because he's he's got an allergy to glass. That's what us deaf people have. How do you think I lost my hearing?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was surrounded by windows on three sides, and I was like, ah, I can't hear. Ah, uh,
1: so much <laughs> glass.
0: Hmm? It's what? You're have to a shot in the head, please. Oh, no. I could be like uh, Russell Crowe in that terrible, terrible sci-fi movie. Oh, what's it called? It's like Russell Crowe as... Russell Crowe I think it's Russell Crowe versus um, Virtuosity no is it Virtuosity where he's like a computer program and he fits yeah with Denzel and he feeds off of glass glass is what heals him and he's made of like blue mush so ridiculous yeah yeah it's a thing that exists don't go see it (laughs) because it's terrible that was was the first movie I ever saw Russell
4: Crowe in (laughs) it was before Gladiator
0: oh man first movie I ever saw him in was Romper Stomper and he was amazing um, uh-huh. so at the very last shot, we see Foggy with the SWAT team looking down at the blood stain, sadly, being like, oh, Matt, oh, so,
2: what? so are we to take that, uh, Daredevil went deaf again and then got punched in the face and dragged off?
0: Or he got the upper What's hand the of the Punisher, like, we don't know who beat who, but one of them presumably dragged the other one off. Yeah, the blood was smeared or whatever, wasn't Yeah, it? yeah. Like a trail. So yet another
4: Daredevil episode where we could just assume that Daredevil got murdered at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, it's
0: it's,
4: it's going to be a constant thing. Every episode of season two is going to seem like yeah. Matt murdered. Both episodes <laughs> end the same way with a fight oh. between them and then you, then you
0: don't well, know. Every it, episode yeah. for the rest of the season ends with Matt getting shot or stabbed or something and then um, Carl from South Park pops up and goes, Oh my god, thank you, Maddie! And it's like the end of every episode and then he comes back at the start of the next episode.
4: Poggy pops up you <laughs> yeah.
0: so that was episode two guys now are you ready matt mel robin and vicky for some actual easter easter eggs Yay! It's quite a few, actually, this week. Okay. So, uh, these again, these are from Den of Geek, and one of the ones they pointed out was um, it's Daredevil Season 2, Episode 2, and Daredevil losing his powers temporarily, kind of his enhanced senses, is similar to what they did in Superman 2 and Spider-Man 2. So it's a two thing, maybe. Sort of. Uh, I asked you guys earlier if you recognised D.A. Samantha Reyes. And you weren't sure, except for Mel recognized her from her dinner plate because Mel was a crazy cannibal. Um,
4: <laughs> I recognized her because I looked her up on IMDb and I was
0: like, <laughs> "You're not allowed to look up IMDb, Robin. Not allowed." I wanted to know what her name was and what else she's in. Well, and she she, in show. she also appeared in the final episode of Jessica Jones, guys. Yeah, she so she's gone. She's gone up against uh, our friend Hogarth. In Jessica Jones, which is pretty cool, you can imagine a, a a showdown of ice queenness between the two of them. Oh, she played the same character there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so, uh, so Reyes was in in that one episode in Jessica Jones.
4: Yeah, Monica Reyes.
0: Samantha. Just kidding.
4: <laughs> <She's> Monica's sister. <laughs>
0: uh and the character blake tower we meet in this episode as well first appeared in daredevil 124 he was created by marv wolfman and bob brown and was a um sort of friendly associate of daredevils uh that's all i'll tell you for now Um, obviously they could do something different with him in this season winkity wink wink uh um yeah, it was a very big wink. Um we got a little Stanley cameo because again we saw his photo on the wall in the precinct as Commissioner Stan Lee, so it's like, Oh yay, Stan Lee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Foggy mentions that the Punisher's name could be Killdozer. Killdozer is actually a minor Marvel armored character, as well as the name of a band. Oh my god, Marvel and your
3: weird characters.
0: <laughs> Uh, at one point Melvin Potter picks up a circular blade which is his trademark weapon uh, in the comics when he goes under the name the Gladiator and uh, one of the Punisher Uh, yeah Uh, indeed one of uh, the Punisher's crates has 007 stenciled on it Um, Den of Geek geek said is this because he like 007 has a license to kill Uh...
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: and in melvin potter's workshop same as last season we see the stilt man costume which has had some additional work done to so i believe we are one step closer to seeing the realization of stilt turk um the character oh i most want God. to see in daredevil yeah we want stilt turk and then the final one is okay guys i've got i've got a confession i i i fibbed to you guys i know i'm sorry the oh, dog, the dog does not become Juice the Devil dog. I'm sorry. I know I had you convinced, no. but Matt actually pointed out earlier the Punisher is saved and sees the Punisher's dog, and in the comics the Punisher has a dog called Max, and that is Max. oh it's not, So we can now call him Max. Dog. It's not the punny dog. No, he's not punny the punny dog. Is he just just Max? He's not Max the vigilante. As far as I know, he's just Max. <laughs> Maybe he's named after Marvel Max, like the, uh, the Marvel Max, Punny Punny Pun Pun. Mm. <laughs> so that was our yummy Easter oh, eggs. The publisher. the pop the puppisher. the pop oh, the the pup, uh, pup Oh dear. Uh, okay, how were your how are your yummy Easter Easter eggs? Are you full of the Easter spirit now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> of zombie jesus day.
0: Yay. 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 <laughs> and just like just like uh, Jesus, Matt Murdock also rose from the dead in this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I've said it to everyone. It's like if zombie films were a thing back in like Jesus times, I would have double tapped him as soon as he came out of that cave. <laughs>
0: because yes. Seriously... Removing the head or destroying the brain. Yeah. I thought
1: those bullets in his teeth. <laughs> that's just no that's it's not happening <laughs> double tap and take his head can off be starting that last dragon
0: again <laughs> <laughs> last dragon right now it's time for some quotes um because we have quite a bit of feedback this week which is awesome so special guest victoria you can go first
1: um i just enjoyed all of foggy's like sassy takedown of the d.a so I am putting all of that as my favourite quote. Well, wow. <laughs> that was hard. Mm
0: hmm. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Roo would approve. <laughs> oh,
1: Mama Roo would have been so proud.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, Matt. I have a quote. Have oh, Mel. First for Matt.
3: Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, scene when Foggy's trying to get into a partner. <laughs> I have Your kid locked you out? Yeah. You some kind of idiot?
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was my only quote. Oh. I didn't have that many for this we for this one. Aww. You <laughs> no, okay. Never. You can you can act it out. Okay. Like set no. the scene. Set the scene. Come on. <laughs> the
3: idiot. I'll be the guy in the
1: apartment.
3: <laughs> 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 Your kid locked you out. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <man.
0: Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sad Matt meme. Oh, okay. uh, Robin.
4: Uh, actually, I hear my kids coming, so I'll probably have to sign out. But I will say my quote is. <laughs> That's Max. That's Max. <laughs> and, Best uh, character. And I'm sorry, I'll probably just no, I think maybe not. OK, I'll, I'll wait. We'll see what
0: happens. OK, uh, I have um, I have a quote which is um, the great badass Foggy, which is to put it in layman terms, cut the shit, lady, you're dealing with us. I might have fist pumped. Yeah. There's another one from the same scene, which is we had enough expertise to handle Wilson Fisk. Yeah. Also yeah, another fist pump. <laughs> uh, any other quotes, guys? He's
1: not gonna rupologise.
0: <laughs> no need to apologise. Oh Maybe God, I had no. one more. Uh... Uh, uh, I can't see. I don't think I have any more. Yeah. All
4: right. I do have the go. That's <laughs> great. Right. Do
0: you want to give us your score, Robin?
4: Eight out of ten crying children. <laughs> mm-hmm. All, All right.
0: I'll Skype on
4: and mute me. Okay. Right.
0: Cheers. Okay. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye.
0: Feedback? Uh, let me have a look. Uh, we have an awesome email that I want you to read, Mel. <laughs> 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 evil laugh. Evil laugh. Okay. <laughs> Man, i can laugh. <laughs> Man, i can laugh. Um, okay, so first of all, we have an email from Heidi. Uh, Vicky or Matt, would you like to read this one? I can read it if you like. <laughs> Once I've smoked my cigarette. I'm smoking my cigarette as as I read. Your jazz cigar. Why is that? <laughs> oh, dear. Hang on. Uh, I'm putting it in Skype. Oh, okay. is it not going? Oh, it's not working. I'll put it in Facebook. Hang on. Okay. Facebook chat. It's from Heidi. There you go. Ah. Oh, okay. Here we go. Hey
1: guys, I really loved that opening with Daredevil chasing the robbers, but not seeing him until the end. The bad guys with all the machine guns was very comic booky. I loved it. Lots of Foggy in this one. I'm sure Mel is thrilled. I like, I like that <laughs> Foggy is taking some initiative on his own though. I didn't think this was a stellar episode, but I'm anxious to keep going. I bet the next, in the next one, Matt is dead and Foggy dons the suit in his place. <laughs> i
0: Would you guys, do you guys want to see that? <laughs> yes, sure, why not? It would be pretty awesome. Uh, he has done the uh, Daredevil suit in the comics before. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so next email we have is from new email contributor Sedna. Uh, I will just say, Sedna, um, I had to remove one line from your email, I'm afraid, just because it was spoilery for next week's episode. Um, but I'm, I've am sent the rest over to you, Mel. Enjoy.
3: <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Sedna, and I'm hopelessly in love with Matt Murdock. <laughs> I didn't realize this was, uh, you know, uh, one of those uh, addiction media. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, welcome to the...
0: Welcome, Sedna. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've uh, I've just finished my second watch of season 2. The sheer heart-wrenching emotional trauma wasn't quite as painful this time around, but this fucking superhero <laughs> show has taken over my life and I need help. Help me please. I just need to unload. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll help. <laughs> uh, I love your podcast. I'd love to contribute feedback and witty insight, but really, I'm one of life's lurkers and prefer to seek out others' opinions and theories from those such as yourselves and the wonderful Christine from the other Murdoch papers. Yeah. And gaze at Tumblr gifts and shotgun gallons of fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we don't judge here. No. We only judge Foggy. We don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we judge Foggy and his life choices, and we judge Karen. <laughs> <terrible. laughs> Fine, yeah, we judge everybody. <laughs> we um,
3: judge everyone. I just can't get into the comics. I grew up on Viz, Deadline, and Love and Rockets, which ruined any appreciation I might have had for anything Marvelous. Maybe it's just as well because I do have a real life to get on with as well. Not doing too well with that at the moment.
1: Aww. Oh. <laughs>
3: okay, uh, but I do have some thoughts on episode two. Heartbreaking scene when Matt gets sensory overload, temporary deafness. Arrgh! <laughs> <laughs> I would, like, ask the american North host. American, I'm guessing. Oh, uh, oh, North American host. There's been talk of Charlie's accent slipping throughout the season, and I'm interested to see if they notice this. I can't bring myself to believe he's nothing less than perfect myself.
0: <laughs> what I, do you guys I think?
3: I have not noticed. Matt Matt disappeared. So
0: I, <laughs> I, I, I did notice that. I haven't noticed yet. I've heard a lot of people say in the next episode they think he's accent goes a bit wobbly, so we'll have to keep an eye and uh, an ear out for it.
3: Okay. Uh, As I don't seem to be able to shake this off, I may well chuck some more emails your way and offload later in the season. Please do! So, but yes, so many awesome bits I can't stop thinking about. Thank you for having an open inbox. I feel slightly better for having written this. Until I get back on Tumblr or another chapter of Slave, Matt AU turns up on AO3. Love, <laughs> gratitude, and apologies. XX. <laughs>
0: no need to apologize thank you for sending feedback and send us your thoughts every week i love how excited you are it's cool yeah
4: it's hilarious and uh
3: yes if it helps you if it helps you you know feel better about yourself that's
0: great absolutely yeah and we we hope things pick up soon Uh, right we have another email from carl and this one says hey defenders what if the punisher killed people with puns would that be more ruthless than fists or bullets? I think Matt Mel would say it would be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He just yells a pun at them. They're like, "Oh,
4: oh I'm uh, dead!" Oh my god, a dad
0: joke! Oh. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, so does that mean that the only person who can defeat the Punisher is like Fuzzy Bear? Yes. Ooh. Oh
3: man, the entirety of the
0: Muppets <laughs> versus <laughs> the Punisher. Yes. So like, yeah. <laughs> that'd be so With their awesome. Fuzzy, their
3: fuzziness.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh so happy to have your podcast as a companion to the show you always help to make sense of it all keep fighting the good fight you are podcast's finest carl thanks carl oh, oh Aww, making us blush oh geez um,
3: everybody's sending such nice feedback this
0: week. i know everyone loves us this week oh thanks guys oh. we've got um two well, we should have said uh, heidi's email was for last week heidi <laughs> you're a week behind but oh, we forgive you no. heidi we love you uh, we've got two more uh, emails. Is is Matt around to read one? Yes, he is. Come, okay. come here, Matt. Come hither. <laughs> come hither. Come sit on my lap, young man. <laughs> this one is from Nutty.
2: Sorry I didn't send in feedback for Bang. Uh, I got to see the episode before you recorded, but I was in Niagara Falls all weekend. Just want to say it was awesome. I'm sure you guys went over all the improved things and how things are shaping up. Uh, the, cliffh- the cliffhanger, yeah, cliffhanger <laughs> end is a week when we have a whole season coming. Matt's not dying.
0: He died <laughs> at the end of this episode. Yeah. Ooh, every week.
2: <laughs> next one and on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> and the Defender's coming up. Yep. <laughs> uh, as for dogs, another great episode. Foggy is really coming into his own here. I feel for him so much, and I can see the pain on his face as he tries to take care of Matt. I think Foggy may get my character of the season award, and it's only a few shows in. <clears throat> also, talk about courage, going into the biker's den and not backing down when you could see how much danger he was in and how very scared he was. Agreed. I really, I really like this incarnation of Frank Castle. He feels right to me. We don't have his backstory yet, but he just feels right. Karen is also a badass bitch. She's taking care of business. 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 (laughs) Business. And and all I want to tell her (laughs) is to run away. Still, she's awesome. We get Melvin again. Yay. And Matt's senses are messing up on him. So, of course, he thinks it's a good idea to go out and fight crime. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When I finished this episode, I predicted some Super Bros action in the next. Let's find out, shall we?
0: (laughs) What Super Mario ones? Bros. <laughs> they turn up. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Super Bros. Do you mean like Matt and Foggy, or do you mean like Daredevil versus Punisher? Daredevil versus Punisher. Really. Mm. Matt versus Foggy. <gasps> oh. Ooh. Ooh. Um, we have one more email from Bennett. Uh, Which says, Defenders, I am so happy to be back with you guys. I hope you love the season. I have so far. I'm currently about halfway through. Sorry, but for some reason, I wasn't as into the Jessica Jones series, but I'm back for DD, one of Marvel's best creations. Uh, High five to Bennett. Uh, I am pleased to report that Foggy Nelson is awesome, but that isn't a spoiler, so enjoy him. I think he's a bit better than season one. Uh, For your information, The Punisher and Electra are as well. (gasps) Opinion spoilers. Also, as you watch Matt Murdoch and Karen Page interact, I kept thinking of the movie Stardust. Stardust is a graphic novel movie in which Charlie Cox is the hero and interacts with a young, thin, pretty, long, blonde-haired Claire Danes, much like Karen Page's character in our show. That's all I've got to say for now. See ya, Bennett. <laughs> Thanks, Bennett. He was in Stardust. Yeah, he was the main guy. I he was Tristan. Was? Yeah. I remember. Yes. Where? <laughs> there was like i remember when we were talking about the time we're like oh he's really dorky at the start and then by the end you're like oh he's super hot <laughs> in that film because <laughs> he's sort of like you know and at the start as uh no, at the end as well he um beats uh, henry cavill in a sword sword fight so he it's daredevil beating superman so i was happy oh. to see that yeah yeah but yeah i haven't seen that in ages yeah same cool thank you for all the feedback guys we appreciate it and we love you sending your thoughts um so next we should say what is your score for this episode vicky
1: um well seeing as i am back on a daredevil podcast i'm going to <laughs> mark it out you know what's coming um, to, oh no, going to market, i do <laughs> i'm gonna mark this episode a six Charlie Cox's bums out of ten.
0: Did we get to see his bum much in this episode? No, you don't
1: get to see it much in the whole series, and I'm very disappointed because this new suit does not show off its global glory.
0: (laughs) We need a new a new costume for him. Uh, Matt, Uh,
2: I like this episode. I didn't. Why do you want to give it a six?
1: Because I don't think it's one of the strongest ones of the series. Oh, you agree? I guess you're based on what you've seen later. Yeah.
2: Um, well, I liked it a lot. Uh, I couldn't find much wrong with it, so I will give it a nine out of ten. Nice. Helen Keller dev- Devils,
0: <laughs> miracle worker <of> Devils, <laughs> yeah. Mel.
3: Uh, Yeah, I also couldn't find that much wrong with it. There was like a couple of awkward lines of dialogue, and just the whole Karen Matt thing was super awkward. But Mm, I I was fine. I was fine with it. So I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Guns and gold bought and sold.
0: (laughs) It's gonna be your new business. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna have a commercial. You're gonna corner that market in uh, New Brunswick. Um, yeah, I really like this episode. I, I agree with Mel in that there was I think there was a few awkward lines, and I thought some of the stuff with Matt and Karen, I don't know, just came off a bit awkward, but I think it's meant to be awkward in the scene. Um, I love Foggy in this episode. I think he's a complete badass. We don't really get any any uh, action until the end of it, um, obviously with Daredevil and the Punisher. Uh, I like the return of Melvin. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give it, I think, a solid 8 out of 10 uh appearances of juice the devil dog Okay, max so i would tell you what that gives it the average of but i don't know the maths so i won't uh i will leave that for robin for next week so um but it's about i would say an average of about eight i think seven seven and a half eight so victoria where can people find you and by the way thank you for coming on as a guest again on the podcast oh you're always, always more than a welcome
4: pleasure. Always a pleasure,
0: <laughs> where can people track you down if they want to hear you ranting about stuff and also reading some awesome articles about like geekery and um and stuff
1: well you can find me at geeksyndicate.co.uk and you can find me on twitter at at fanny von fabulous and that's fabulous spelled with just a us at the end um and tumblr which is fish custard and clint barton
0: yay yay awesome and sometimes at conventions in the uk as well
1: oh yes and sometimes at conventions i can be found wearing a ridiculous amount of spanx and um needing to pee a lot
0: yeah all the spanx (laughs) um cool so thanks vicky and matt and mel have you been up to anything this week you would like to plug
2: uh, not this week, but we're always on uh, Hooplecast, which is a Deadwood podcast.
0: Yeah, are you going to be recording today?
2: No, every oh. two weeks.
0: Oh, so okay, cool. Next week. Cool, cool. Um, and you may be able to find me and Mel on something in the future, meaning you will. But yeah, Aww. keep your keep your ears ears open for news on that. Okay, and so next... to the ground. And your nose to the ground. Almost, almost like a dog, one would say. Uh, hmm, hmm like a juice the devil dog mm. <laughs> uh, so next week we have uh, episode 3 which is called New York's finest what do you think that is about bagels Yep, the, the finest bagels the yep the cops take over the city is it like uh, and they eat lots of bagels yes. yes Okay.
3: no they 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 just eat all they like eat all, all the restaurants out like nothing is left in the
0: city <laughs> New York's wow finest. New York's <laughs> finest dining.
3: <laughs> finest dining. It's, they're all out of food. It's riots everywhere. The cops are, you know, all to blame. But they're still New York's finest. So I mean, you can't really blame them.
0: <laughs> they're just hungry. It's a hard job. They're just really hungry. It's a tough job. You mm-hmm. gotta sustain yourself. They decide to build a, a giant. Uh, they they change Staten Island into a giant donut factory to keep the cops in donuts so they can carry on working. <laughs> I like it. Well, I don't know. I mean, have you guys been watching ahead? Because you've got it pretty much exact. Uh,
1: I won't
0: say <laughs> I will say I am very excited for next week's episode, is what I will say.
1: It's right. a good episode.
0: If I had my bell, I would ding it now to do a little wink, but I don't. So ding, ding. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> ding. All right. Well, Vicky, you get to take us out with an Excelsior or a quote from the episode of your choice or whatever you want, really. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say
1: Excelsior. Bye! Bye. Bye, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod.